We were talking about the gospel, the power of Jesus in our lives, and I just started singing this chorus, just this idea of, man, we have testimony. God's done something awesome for us. Something pretty cool has happened in our lives, and we can tell people about it. And there was, there was something powerful about it, not just because it was a catchy song or a catchy melody, but because there was something that rang true for people. Like, man, God has done something awesome for me. Mm -hmm. And that's a story that I should tell. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the 160 Podcast. And today here we're joined with a very special guest. Bryce Anderson. Bryce Anderson. How's it? Thanks for joining us today on the 160. We're really happy um, to have you. Um, I'm glad to be here with both of you gentlemen on this <laughs> fine morning. <laughs> Thank you. So you want to lead us into a few questions? Yeah. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? I was raised by a pack of wolves that were raised by dinosaurs. And I started off life as a baby, like many people do. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, I, so, I wasn't sure where to, where to, where to like. <laughs> so what were those dinosaurs' names? Um, no, I grew up in the middle of America. It was very, very flat and mostly in Kansas City, Missouri. Um, my dad was a pastor. His dad was a pastor. I did not want to be a pastor, um, which is kind of funny because now I'm still doing ministry stuff. Um, so I'm pretty close, but I didn't want to be a pastor like my dad <laughs> for whatever reason. Um, but grew up loving music and went to, I studied music in university. I got a degree in music technology. So it's like the, all the music theory, music playing guitar and piano as well as the nerdy side of music with computers and recording and yeah. technology stuff. So, and then after that, I went to Youth with a Mission. I don't know if you've heard of it. Um, I did a discipleship training school and that was 13 years ago. So I've been leading worship and a part of YWAM for quite some time. So it's a little bit about, about me. That's awesome. And I wanna ask this, Do you, are you married? Do you have any kids? I am married. I'm married to a beautiful um, part Hawaiian, oh, wow. part Samoan, part Japanese, Korean, Whoa. and Filipino woman. Yeah, let's go Philippines and all Hawaii right. and Korean. All, all of that. All that glory is, is beautiful. Yeah. If you can find yourself a Polynesian, then you are a, a blessed person. <laughs> um, but um, so we've been married for five years. We have two little kids. Um, Kalaiola is three years old, my little boy. And then Talalale, she's eight months. Wow. Yeah. Those are, when I first heard those names, I'm like, wow. Um, I, don't, I can't tell if he was joking for a second, but I was like, those, he's, he's serious about those names. And those names are very unique and cool. Wow, you don't like my kids' names? No, I love them. I love them. I love them. It's great. Because my full name is like, Hobbs. And so, like, I was uh, every day I would, I would be like practicing it just so that when someone comes up on the base, they're like, So, what's your full name? I'm like, You really want to know this right now? Like, this Heavy. is some serious business. Yeah, yeah. You, don't, you don't just throw it around. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'll just say, it And they're just like, How do you spell that? And I'm just like, I don't want to get into detail. <laughs> they always ask you, not me, though. Yeah. What's, I'm what, what is your full name? Keiko <clears throat> Kalani David Kaka Hobbs. So Keiko Kalani, so it's like the mighty warrior of the heavens. Yeah, Keiko Kalani is my actual name. Yep. But nobody 
other than Hawaiians can say that, so we changed, we shortened it to Koa. It's a little nickname. Okay, Koa Kalani. I have the same thing with my kids. I mean, my, my son's name is Kalaioli Kalalea. That's his first name. My name is Bryce. Like one syllable, just there it is. Bryce. It doesn't take very long. You could like sneeze and accidentally say my name, but with my Bryce. son's name, it's a little bit more syllables. <laughs> yeah. Um, where did you originally, um, why, or why did you want to start music? Where did you originally migrate from? Is that what you're going to ask him? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I said, I said, um, why did you want to do music? What was like? That's a good question. It certainly wasn't because it had lots of money in that, in that field. Um, when I was in like 13 or 14 years old, um, I started playing music with the church youth band. So wow. it wasn't like it wasn't big kids church. It was like our cool youth. church where we kind of did what we want, and we would. I just gave myself to it. We'd have a full practice every Tuesday night, and we'd be there for hours making our music. Is and it was with my friends, so it was a lot of fun. Yeah. And um, I just started doing that more. Started leading some of the songs, and people were like, "You do a good job," and I really enjoyed it. So I just kind of kept going with it, and then. Um, over time, just really loved worship, loved playing music, loved learning the guitar, a um, little bit of piano, and um, just, yeah, people kind of affirmed it in me, and I enjoyed it. So then when I'm thinking about what do I do after high school, I thought, man, music's really cool. And I had looked into another university for, like, graphic design stuff because I'm like, there's better, you get more money, probably better jobs with that kind of thing. Yeah. But then I just thought, it's not what I want to do. I, lo I really do love music. So then I went to a school for music. And the guy said, the professor said when I talked to him, he's like, don't do this if you can do anything else. He's like, don't do this degree if you, there's something else that you're open to doing. And I'm like, there's nothing else. I just want to do music. So yeah. that's kind of how I got into, that's cool. into music. Yeah. So what was the story behind the song they made, Story to Tell? The story of the story to tell. Good question. Um, we do something in Kona called a ministry night where we have worship and it's not like 15 minutes of worship. It's like a lot longer than that. And it's pretty free. So it's not just like song, 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 song. And there was, we were talking about the gospel, the power of Jesus in our lives. And I just started singing this chorus, just this idea of, man, we have testimony God's done something awesome for us. Something pretty cool has happened in our lives and we can tell people about it. So I just started singing, I got a story to tell. My God, he saved me from hell. I got a story to tell. And we just started singing that for a while. The whole band was kind of, it, was, it wasn't like you're maybe, you're kind of slow, boring worship. It got, yeah. we got, we had kind of, we had, some, we had some fun with it. The drums got in there. Yeah. Everyone's like stomping on the ground. And um, and there was there was something powerful about it, not just because it was a catchy song or a catchy melody, but because there was something that rang true for people. Like, man, God has done something awesome for me, mm -hmm. and that's a story that I should tell. Mm -hmm. um, and what was interesting with it is I got with a, the friend she was singing with me that night. We connected and made more of the chorus. Um, which was, what was dead, now I am alive. 
I cannot keep it inside. I've got a story to tell. That's awesome. But then what was cool about the song was that it wasn't just by myself. Like if I didn't have anyone help me, the song either would not be finished or would not be what it is. But then, and it's like that with a lot of things in life probably, where you might have a good idea, but then if you just try and do it alone, it's not going to go very far. So that I invited friends and we just, we spent some real time. So like original inspiration, cool, kind of easy, but then the hard work was getting with people mm. and working it out to let it be what it is now. Yeah, um, that's awesome. But yeah, it's a, it's a fun song to sing. So do you think you've um, found your purpose? That's a good question. That's a great question. Um, you know, with, so I'm not, I'm not on any huge stages, but I lead worship with YWAM in Kona, Hawaii. And people might think, oh, you're in front of people. That must be like really satisfying because you're in front of lots of people. And it's interesting because for most people, when they see someone else in front of people, they're like, man, that must be it. Or they see a celebrity, they're like, man, they're famous. That must be really satisfying. Mm -hmm. And like, that's the goal to have people like yeah. you or see you or whatever. But I mean, you always hear celebrities talking about how it just looks so hard and I'm definitely not a celebrity. But um, I think it's interesting that being like um, leading some people, being in front of people, it doesn't like fill this thing of like, man, now I know who I am. Um, because I don't get that from people because people didn't make me, so they don't know who I am. So it's like, I can't find who I am with other people that are also trying to figure out who they are. Like that's, they don't even know who they are, much less who I am. So how mm -hmm. am I supposed to like find out my purpose um, trying to do that off of other people, um, which I think is interesting for the gen a generation now for for guys and girls your age that are growing up with technology now because everything is so invested into your online self with social media. It's like, yeah. who am I on TikTok, Instagram, all, all my gaming friends? Um, who do they think that I am? Because we kind of put a lot of energy into our, like Games. our internet self, on um, mm -hmm. like our, our, how much likes we got, who commented on our, our reels, who mm -hmm. commented on TikTok, blah blah blah. But it's the same concept because, how am I supposed to find out my purpose from people that don't even know their purpose, mm. and they're trying to find it from other people? So it's like all these blind people trying to figure out where to go, and which it's not bad to have social media or to play games or have friends for sure. Like we need friends, but I want to find my purpose from the one that gave it to me. And I can only find out why I was created by the one that created me. Hey, mm. why'd you do this? <laughs> why'd you make me? And that's from God. That's from mm. Jesus who True. he's the, he's the one that made me. So he knows what's up. Yeah. And I can still from that place, if I really know who I am, really know my purpose, of course I can still, interact and um, have social media and do all the other stuff. But the only way we can really know who we are is through Jesus. And sometimes that's going to be hard if we're giving ourselves to all this stuff all the time. So it's like if the volume's up on all of our social media, on our gaming, on 
all this stuff, it's going to be hard to hear because there's lots of different noise going on. So sometimes you might have to pull back on that a little bit. And maybe not so much time doing this. Why? Because I want to know why I'm here. And I can only get that from God. That's awesome. Mm. That's really cool. If you could say something to your younger self, what would you say? Mm. I would say, wow, you're so handsome. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I would say, man, you got some work to do, brother. Um, if I could say something to my younger self, I would say, quit freaking out about what people think about you. I think that's what I would say. Like, yeah, just because sometimes we put so much energy into what people think about us, and like the the freedom of not caring what people think, and being so free and be like, I know that God loves me, and if people they might think different things, that's it's just so freeing, so fun. And some of the people that we love most in our life are people that don't care about what people think about them. They're just like, wow, mm -hmm. they're so confident and free. They don't, they're not attached to people's expectations and mm -hmm. stuff. So I'd say don't freak out so much about what people think about you. You're a cool guy. Just relax. Yeah, that's awesome. Right. <clears throat> so are you living in Hawaii right now? I am. So I live on the big island of Hawaii. It's the biggest in land, but we don't have all the, all the people are on Oahu, but... Yeah. We got more land than all the islands combined. Mm. Big island. It's a big block of desert. That's what that is. <laughs> it's kind of got a little bit of everything. So you got like parts of it that look like the moon. Like when you land at the airport, you're like, I'm pretty sure we're on the moon right mm -hmm. now because it's tons of like lava rock. Yeah. But there's like 13 climate zones with desert and there's mm -hmm. snow. Desert there's there's snow. 11 of the 13 climate zones are on Big Island. So you could drive for like 30 minutes and feel like you're in a different country. Yeah. It's pretty cool. 11 out of the 13. What are all the climates? That's a good question. <laughs> That's. We're going to have that on the next episode. We're going to have a <laughs> scientist come and explain. Scientist, um, Dr. Ikaika is going to come and explain the, <laughs> all the. But I think there's like, there's rainforest on our island. There's desert. There's. Um, no. Yeah, there's like the. Uh, right at the sea edge, there's a mountain where there's snow. It's a little bit yeah. of everything. A little bit of everything. All right, now we're going to jump into my favorite thing, food. Let's talk about it. Oof. What? Food time, boys. <clears throat> what is your... I'm <clears throat> sorry. What is your favorite What is your favorite kind of food that you can get from Hawaii? Oh, that's a good question. I mean, I grew up eating American version of Mexican food, but being here and having the authentic thing... It's just, just kind of blow, it's blowing my mind. It's amazing. Yeah. I wish we had the quality of tortillas back home that we do here. Um, but I do love Mexican food. I mean, with Hawaii, it's interesting because when I first moved there, so I'm from the Midwest, so I'm like a long ways from any ocean. Like I'm like 11 hour, 12 hour drive from the closest ocean. So there's no way you should be eating anything raw because who knows how long it took to get there. So we might eat like fried fish or something, but um, not raw fish. So when I went to Hawaii, it was like, hey, here's some raw fish. I'm like, it's cold and slimy, and I'm supposed to eat that thing. And I wasn't sure at first, but now I love raw fish. We call, yes. it, we call it poke. Mm. And it's got like the Hawaiian-style seasoning on it. Yeah. And then the other thing with, with Hawaiian food that took me the longest to like was poi. 
So poi looks like this kind of grayish, purplish baby food. It's kind of tough like to eat. Kind of sticky. Kind of like slime. Yeah, it's kind of like slime. And when I first had it, I'm like, it feels so like grassy, like kind mm-hmm. of earthy. Like matcha. And yeah. Matcha's good. And I wasn't sure what to think of it. It didn't have a strong taste, but it was just kind of odd. But now I love poi. Yeah. So it's like one of the classic things to eat in Hawaii is they call it poi meka'ia, which is poi with fish. Yeah. And it's quite lovely. I miss. I miss Hawaii. I have to say. What's your What's your favorite food? If I could go back to Hawaii right now, which I'm going in January, if I could go, I would go get Kalei's katsu chicken with. There you go. Teriyaki chicken, like the little. Tell me about the, it. That's like, good it's stuff. It's like the half and half. The mac and salad the mac on the side. side. And then like the one of those salad. Hawaiian aloha like juices. A scoop of rice, like mac yeah. salad, like a sugary aloha juice. Maybe katsu chicken, yes, maybe sweet. terry beef. You could even do like some pork and cabbage, some Kahlua pork and cabbage. Every time I'm here, I'm like, Mom, can we get, can we get sushi salads? And like, that's like a thing that they have, like just rice and terry chicken. So I'm like, Mom, I really want this. And then when I go back to Hawaii and I have it, I'm just like, what are, What have I been eating in Mexico? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. it doesn't even compare. Well, that's how I feel about Mexican food when I come here. I'm yeah. like, what are they trying to do back home? Like, it's all grown in the lab. <laughs> it's, like, um, it's like eating Thai food in Thailand and then coming uh, here yeah. and then dad would order some fake Thai food. <laughs> yeah, because we went to Thailand and um, we were attending Wild and Crofton's and things like that. And we had like all the Thai food dishes and all oh, that stuff. Yeah. And then we God. came back here and a few weeks later we're like, let's get Thai food. And I was like, oh, I don't think I can eat that. Mm-hmm. I was like... It's not going to taste at all as what um, in Thailand, the authentic, what it actually yep. tasted like. And sometimes, just to get our preach on, sometimes that's what it's like with God because we try to have a relationship with God because everyone around us is like, they're all worshiping, loving Jesus, and we're like, oh, yeah, it's cool, it's cool. But we ha- haven't actually had the real thing ourselves. Yeah. So it's like, I don't want to be like that. I want to have the mm-hmm. real thing. I don't want to have no Taco Bell, fake Mexican food. <laughs> well, Taco Bell's I mean, it's, a, it's its own thing. It's Jack its own category. But I want to have the authentic yeah, thing. I want to yeah. have Jesus for real, not through someone else's yeah. version of him, you know. Alrighty, thank you for being on our episode. You guys are guys. awesome. <laughs> Ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. I like you guys. You're pretty cool. Yeah. Thank you for joining us today. It's a, it's a pleasure to have you on the 160. Oh, it's been, a, it's been an honor to be with you. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you on the next one. Uh, hooey ho. Peace out.